Hello, friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 403 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Monday, mini style. In today's episode, we're talking about how to find balance, quote unquote, between work and life. Does that even exist? Got this question from one of my dope Insta homies and wanted to dive into it. I've talked about it in the past and one, once is never, but two, I got a little bit of a different spin this time, so I'm going to share that. All this and more, but first... Hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion. And discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it poppin'. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. What up, my podcast people? So, right off the bat, if I die in the middle of recording this, please know that I love all of you. Saying this because it is the heat wave in socal we get it every year people be freaking out but every year it's the same september and october the warmest months here and i actually love it but that means that i typically have my windows open and i have fans on because i don't have ac most of the apartments here don't actually have ac unless it's like a newer one because well we didn't really need them here i'm three miles from the ocean the temperature is actually much cooler than everywhere else But global warming is a real thing. And also you want to need it kind of like, you know, a month or so out of the year. Uh, But it's a little bit hot now. So I leave the windows open. I got the fan open, fan open, the fan on. But I was going to just record with the window open, turn the fans off. And I was going to just apologize and be like, if you hear any background noise, I'm sorry. But then I listened in my headphones and I was like, fuck this, I hate it. It wasn't even that loud, but. I like what I like. I like to produce things in the way they like to produce them. And so I was like, you know what? We're just going to suck it up. We're going to close the windows. We're going to turn off the fan. We're going to close the door and maybe die. But Rupert's not in here. In case any of you are wondering, Rupert is in the living room with the fan. He is fine. He's probably actually pawing at the door right now, but it's for his own good. So if I pass away, I love you all. So today's episode is... In response to a question posed by one of my Insta homies, uh, someone to make some ecosystem, she's uh, she's super dope. And it was, uh, I did a little question box on Instagram, and she wrote, finding balance, quote unquote, between work and life. Love this. I, I know that I have definitely addressed it in the past, maybe in a podcast episode, maybe in, I don't know, I agree a lot of stuff. Uh, but actually, this kind of, it's a little bit off, t- off topic, but not fully. Apple will only show 300 episodes. That's it. So if we hit episode 400 recently, grow, go us, go us, all of us, that's you included. We hit 400, uh, but that means that you actually like, can't scroll back and listen to episode number one. I did put it in episode number 400, but you can't go hear anything besides the, most, the 300 most recent episodes. So in case you're wondering about that, in case you do scroll back, in case you're new to the podcast, you can get all of them from my website, but you can't actually find them on Apple. I have no idea what Spotify does because I don't use Spotify, but 
yeah, just a, a little random aside there. So maybe I've said about talked about this in the past, but I wanted to address it again because once is never. And as I was making some yogurt, I wasn't really making a yogurt, but I was making a meal, making a little snack that included yogurt. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I think I have a different take on this. I had some stuff written out and I was like, you know, I think I want to talk about this in a little bit different way. So as it relates to finding balance between work and life, that if we're saying, how do I find balance between the two? That implies that you want to find balance. I know it sounds funny. I'm saying like I'm being redundant here, but it means that you have this goal and you're trying to work on this thing. In this case, it's finding a balance point or a point of balancing. If we liken this to actually like finding balance, so in a handstand, that's my favorite analogy. I've said it a million times and I'm going to say it again. If you liken it to that, and we think about the steps. I don't know if any of you have ever tried to work on handstanding. Uh, I was really into it quite a few years ago. Kirsty Grossart helped me out a ton. I can handstand. I can walk on my hands now. And it, it, there's a process or a process, as my Canadian homies say. And this is what I want to apply when we're thinking about finding this quote-unquote balance between work and life. If we think about it as this point and this, this state of being, it is something that we are striving to get to. And if we think of it as like a skill that we would, you know, are trying to acquire, that means that there's certain things that we have to go through in order to gain that skill. And part of that means going too far. So as it relates to actually learning how to do a handstand, if you ever try to learn, like you have to fall down, like you have to kick up and kick over. So first, typically, especially as an adult, you learn how to fall. Kirsty is phenomenal at teaching this and realizing that adults are different than kids. But if you're, you know, in CrossFit and like that, you understand, like, even just kicking up to the wall, if that's what you're going to do, not the best way to start, but if let's say that's what you're doing, you understand that at first you're going to like maybe not even kick hard at all. You're not going to get even over your shoulders. And then at some point, maybe you're just like, ah, and you kick your feet up and you're going to kick them up super hard and you're going to like hit the wall so, so, so hard, right? We have to go too far. The pendulum has to go too far before it comes back to center. We have to do too much, go past that point of reference, that poise, past that point of you know, homeostasis, whatever you want to call it, that, that balancing point in order to understand where it is. So to that end, if we're thinking about that between work and life, you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to do too much of one thing, too much of the other thing, so that we understand what the middle feels like. And the middle for us, for you, it's going to be different than the middle for somebody else, right? Somebody else may be very, you know, work heavy and not so much life from what you're looking at them and they love it. That's fine. They found that. Whereas you may be more life heavy, not as work heavy, and that's your balancing point. From here, if we continue with this uh, hand sand analogy or just honestly any goal that you have, you have to focus on one thing, one single thing. So if we're learning how to handstand, number one, we've accepted that you're going to have to go too far. You're going to have to go past the balancing point to figure out, okay, nope, didn't like that, didn't feel good, that, but that didn't work out for me. From there, we decide, okay, what is my limiting factor here? And I am going to focus on that. So from the handstanding perspective, it can be things like your hand placement. It makes a big deal. Uh, your strength. 
it could be your shoulder mobility, your thoracic mobility, your leg float as you get a little bit more progressed. If, you, if you're not catching on yet, I, re- I really dove deep into this and it's a very, very cool movement. So we think about that as it relates to kind of this work-life balance thing. And you're going to address, you're going to assess, I should say, and establish what is that limiting factor, right? So with a handstand, maybe it's all of those things. You still can only pick one and work on it at a time. So if we're thinking about it with work-life balance, what is the, what are all the limiting factors? And then from there, what is the number one limiting factor that you want to be working on? Yes, my brain works in terms of movement and sport, and I'm thinking about this right now in terms of learning how to hit with volleyball. There are so many moving parts, and I have so many limiting factors, but I can only focus on one thing at a time because if I go and try to focus on multiple things and then try to focus on winning the game, I literally don't do anything that I learned and I don't get any better. I will never get, I will never ever achieve my goal. I've spoken about this in a past episode where you got to change the definition of winning and say, okay, if I have this limiting factor, then winning simply becomes addressing this limiting factor. It's not about the total overall outcome. It's about this one specific thing because we know when I address this one thing, perhaps, yes, then everything works out or you are allowed to now, you're able, I should say, to now go and work on the next thing. So we identify that limiting factor as it relates to the work-life balance. I don't know. I can't tell you what it is for you. Perhaps I could be better at giving you some examples with this, but that's honestly, it's not how my brain works. It's not how I teach. I'm very much a kind of conceptual 30,000 foot view teacher. Getting into the nuances and specifics is a little bit tougher for me. So I'm not going to do it. It's my podcast. I'm not doing it. From here, folks, right? So first, we said understanding that you're going to have to go too far, or that's very, it's typically the easiest way to learn. You're going to have to go way to the other side. Think about this with volleyball as well. Like you do one thing, it doesn't work. Okay, go to the complete opposite extreme. You're really early. Okay, go to the complete opposite extreme and go be late with your approach. This way you understand what it feels like and you, you can kind of figure out where that middle is going to be for you. Same thing with this work-life balance. Go too far on one end or the other. Yes, I realize there's people involved with this. Communicate. I realize maybe you have kids, you have a spouse, you have a partner, whatever. You got a cat. I don't know. Communicate with all parties involved and let them know that you're working on this. So they understand. Like, that, that's fine. So one, we go too far to try and figure out what those boundaries are. From there, we say, okay, cool. I see kind of where I need to be. And now in order to like actually practice this thing, what's my limiting factor? What's, what's stopping me here? We're identifying. Lord, Lordy. We're identifying that, and then we are picking one thing at a time. What book is that? I think it's called The One Thing. I'm pretty sure it's that. And they talk about how it it becomes very problematic when we think about priorities instead of a priority. Just one thing at a time. When everything is a priority and you have all these priorities, it's very difficult to actually get anything done because you're like, I'm trying to do this, and then this thing, this thing, this thing. One at a time, cross it up the list, and then move on to the next thing. So we identify the limiting factor, and then we go after that. Once you've gotten that, then you go on to the next and you go on to the next and you go on to the next. At some point, you're going to achieve what you feel is this point of balancing. And I really want to emphasize that it's balancing, not balance. And let's look at it in terms of a verb, that it's an action. It's not static. It's moving. It's dynamic. It's changing. And if we revert back to 
or refer back to our handstand analogy, if you actually ever look at someone who may be doing a perfect handstand, they have a great line and they're just looking amazing, pointing their toes, which I cannot do. It, it's just, it is what it is. You go and look at their hands. Their hands are making micro, micro adjustments. They're not necessarily moving, but their fingers are moving a little bit. They're not just static staying there, even if it's super, super small micro adjustments. And realistically, that's what it's going to look like in life, where some this changes a little bit, this is changing a little bit, that, that, that thing is changing. And that's fine because you've identified what the boundaries are, what the limits are. You've addressed your actual like specific limitations. So you're in a very good place and you know how you can handle, handle all of this. And the whole time you've been communicating with people. I realize and I try to kind of get ahead of it when I give advice or when I'm talking on podcasts and presenting, uh, presenting content anywhere. I get it. My life is very different than many other people. I don't have any kids, right? I, I do have a partner, but we don't even live together. I have a cat. I, I'm very independent. I'm, I'm living life largely on my own terms, and that is by design. So the things that I go after and the way that I go after them, most other people cannot do that in the same way, and it's always my hope that people realize that. That's why my whole shtick is that, you know, let your goals be your own, even if that's just in terms of the time frame. Like you can have, you want a similar outcome or something, even if you're like, okay, I want to make the same amount of money as someone. Fool, fine, whatever. But the time frame that you achieve it in likely can't be the exact same because we don't have the exact same lives. So lives. So to that end, things need to be different. And so I, I do try to get ahead of that and state that. I think you all know that, but it's important to me to, to say that uh, and just kind of get that out of the way. But for me, kind of the, what these micro adjustments look like, and I think this is something that leans heavily on, uh, what do I want to call it? Um, leans heavily on self-awareness. That's what I want to say. Leans heavily on self-awareness is I know how I work best. I know what balanced feels like to me. I know what that balancing point feels like to me. And for me, that comes via batching. I talk about it all the time, and it's because it works for me. I batch my days, and I also batch like my my seasons, my work seasons. I also do not mind having like a low level constant thing that I'm running, that I'm doing, which is going to be in this case the mafia. It's going to be content creation. It'll be the podcast, the you know videos for Instagram, things like that. Those are things that I don't mind just doing all the time. I don't need to like sprint and then relax, then rest and sprint and then, and then rest. That's actually, as an athlete, that's not what I'm good at either, which is, which is something that makes volleyball. I know I talk about volleyball a lot. It is what it is. It's my podcast. Uh, it's something that makes volleyball a little bit different and a little bit difficult because I just want to like keep going and just run and like be fast and just like go, 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 go. Volleyball is not like that at all, at all. So this is how I approach my, my, my work life as well. And in terms of balancing out work and life, the way that I lean into that and the way that I do that is with batching. So when I'm working, I'm working. When I'm not working, I'm not working. And I do, like, I do prefer to have kind of longer periods of, of each of these. So you all know, if you've been listening for you know a minute, uh, my client-facing days are Tuesdays and Thursdays. I thought about putting it Tuesday and Wednesday, but I really do like having that day in between to not be client-facing, to do what I want to do, to be able to decompress a bit. And then all of my calls, my podcasts that I record, whether my podcast episodes I record, whether it's my podcast or I'm being on someone else's, that's typically on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Any like kind of guest speaking I do, I also try to put it on Tuesday and Thursday. And then I will, you know, divvy up my other tasks throughout the rest of the week. But the big thing with batching is going to be Tuesday and Thursday is for 
client-facing. In terms of the kind of work-life balancing, because that's just work in general, how I'm balancing work by itself. In terms of the work-life balance throughout the week, I do not start doing anything until 10 o'clock, and the time before that is for me. It is, I'm lifting, I'm out for a walk, I'm playing volleyball, and that right now in my life is my priority. Volleyball is top priority, hands down, the end. And I don't mind letting things go too far one, one way or another. One, one, that is my personality. Two, you know, this ties into learning how to fall. I know that I'm fine letting things go really far with volleyball, as, you know, especially as it relates to like my business. My business is fine. I can lean more into volleyball. It's fine. I know how to fall there. I have a safety net in place. I have a safety mat underneath me. Like, I'm good. As it relates to kind of the bigger picture, the seasonality of that I use, you know, to, to create this balancing point, I will front load my year and I work really hard January, you know, leaning into May and somewhat of June, but largely January leaning into May. I doing all the things, doing all of the coaching. We're running legacy and we run legacy all the way through June. So it, realistically, it's January through June that I'm doing the most. I've run my intensive during that time. I typically get two cohorts in during that time. And I'm front-loading my year. I love summer. And even though summer really starts here in September, uh, the rest of the country is having summer, you know, June, July, August. And I lean into that. It starts to get warmer. The volleyball is better because of the way that the sun and the daylight. So every year I, I chill the fuck out June through August. And then I will pick back up September, October, beginning-ish of November. And then December, I'm chilling out again. I really don't do much. I actually today just booked a trip to Vegas with my friends Natalie and Dan. Really, And Ashley will be there, of course. I'm really excited about that. Might be going to Palm Springs as well with Tina. It's it's going to be great. Tina, Marcos, and Ashley. Not that you folks need to know, but you know what? I'm going to share it. So in terms of the balancing and that, I will lean you know one way or the other and lean into the thing that... I am doing at that time, and that is what gets my, my, my focus, that's what gets my attention, and that's those micro-adjustments that are going on. And they, you know, for thinking about the Hanson analogy, that may be when you see like the bigger shifts that happen, and you're like, wow, they're kind of really leaning that way, and you have to then kick back the other way. Yeah, that's what happens. I really don't believe that this idea of balance, where it's just equal, and you're not putting any work in, it's just like in the middle, like that doesn't even sound appealing. Last thought here, and I've shared this quote a bunch, and I really do believe it, and I try to live it, and it came from my mentor, Allison Evans. I've had her on the podcast. I love that woman so much. Thank you, Courtney, for linking that episode. Maybe she's been on twice. I think, uh, maybe, I think only once. You did it the Fringe episode. I can't remember. Um, but when we were working together at Rock, at Rock Tape, she, when she was leaving, she said, work-life balance does not exist. This is your life's work. And I loved that take on it as well. I have a very uh, obsessive personality, we'll say. When I'm onto something, I'm all on. I'm, I'm, when I'm into something, I'm all in. That, that's a better way to say it. When I'm, all, when I'm into something, I am all in. I want to learn everything. I'm watching all the videos. I'm just, just so, so, so in it. And I love that. I love that approach of like, go big. Let this thing burn you up. I have strategically and specifically made decisions in my life so that I can do that work has always been a priority for me. It's always been something that I want to enjoy and that I really love doing. 
And so I will lean into it. And I look to integrate the things that I love, like my life into it. This is why I, I have so much fun with the way that I do Instagram and do business coaching because it's about building a life that you love. It's not just about having a business, right? It's using this business to build this life you love and it goes back and forth. And I, I'm super grateful to be able to do that. And also it was very, very strategic. And that's one of the things I do love that quote. So in prepping this episode, I was going to lean more heavily into that. And I think in the past episodes, I have leaned into that, that the fact that work-life balance doesn't exist. This is your life's work. The fact that it's balancing, not balance. But in this episode, I, I really wanted to use that handstand analogy, understand that you will have to go too far to, you know, I shouldn't say you have to, but going too far one way or the other is what allows you to figure out where you want to be and what that middle is going to feel like. From there, you're saying, okay, what's my limitation? Why do I keep going this way? If you don't want to keep going that way, why do I keep going this way? What do I have to do to, to stay closer to that middle point that makes me feel good? Then we address that thing, specifically that thing. We have that one singular goal, and that goal needs to be yours. It's not about looking around. We know this. Put the blinders on. What is your goal? Because everyone else has different lives and things like that, so it's, it's foolish to compare unless you're going to completely compare, and then after that, you're going to be like, well, it's foolish that I'm doing this. After that, once you've you know, achieved that, that place and you're like, yeah, this is the balancing point. I'm really happy with this. Understand that you'll still be making micro adjustments. For me, that's the seasonality that I, that seasonality that I introduce uh, and the batching that I use, both from like the week perspective and like the entire year and how I'm leaning into business and leaning into the personal side of things and you know, being client-facing versus other tasks. And that is what allows me to show up in the best way and keeps me happy. So... That's my two pennies on finding quote-unquote balance between work and life. If you want to share your two pennies, I love hearing from you. You can give me a text, 310-737-2345. You can slide in the DMs. It just is really cool to me when I realize that you folks are listening. It's just like, damn, that's, that's really awesome. One announcement before I go. Published it at the beginning, but it is what it is. Doors are opening next week, next Monday, September 12th for round number 12 of my Instagram intensive. Click the link. It's in the show notes. Actually, no, it's not. It is not in the show notes. I take that back because when you're listening to this, the doors will be open for the wait list, which means there will be no little wait list for you to get on. You're just going to have to wait until September 12th. It is a six-week-long program. It's not Instagram coaching. It is business coaching for Instagram. I've talked about it a zillion times. And if you got any questions about it, you can slide onto the old DMs. Happy to chat about it. But want to put it on your radar yet again, one more time, that doors will be opening on next Monday, September 12th. If you're listening to this and you're like, yo, shit, I was on the wait list. Well, then the doors are open for you. So go check your email and you will have the link to go and visit that special page and register with that little discount. Yep, I did. I went with the discount. Okay. I am literally melting, so I'm going to wrap it up here. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, maestro, maestro.